Parenting is hard enough on a good day, but when you're facing a huge change, whether it be divorce, moving, a health crisis, or even a pandemic, it can be downright overwhelming. My name is Sarah Olsher, and I'm the founder of Mighty and Bright, where I help your family cope with the uncertainty that comes from life's major upheavals. Together, we can help your kids take this hard time and turn it into resilience that they'll be able to use for the rest of their lives. Join me for quick and easy five to 10 minute episodes that will leave you feeling 100% positive that you got this. Hi, friends. So I know you're here because you're having a really hard time. I really, really get it. Life comes with some pretty major curveballs, and when you are in the middle of them, it can feel like complete chaos in both your life and inside your head. I have definitely been there, first with a really bad divorce and then with cancer treatment. And you could kind of say, I guess, that I'm an expert at getting knocked down repeatedly and then somehow managing to get back up each time. And I realized, like, I've been on a road trip with my daughter for the past two and a half weeks in our RV, and it's given me a lot of time to think about types of things that I want to share with you guys. And I realized that I don't want to just focus on our kids because while our kids definitely need help when we're in the middle of something really life-changing and horrible, what we really need to do is help ourselves first so that we can be good role models for our kids. Like this is the whole reason why they tell you to put your own mask on first on an airplane, blah, blah, blah. You've heard that a thousand times, right? But it's true. Because, like, now that we're in the middle of a pandemic, I keep hearing people say things like, how am I supposed to help my kids when I don't have any idea what the hell I'm doing? And that is, like, the universal thing that people are going through right now. And it's true, whether it's a pandemic or divorce or cancer or whatever hard thing you're dealing with. If you don't have any idea what you're doing, it makes the stress of trying to take care of your kids even harder. So before you can help your children, we're going to help you help yourself. And that might feel like, okay, well, like I am a hot mess. And so like, how am I ever going to get to helping my kids if I have to help myself first? And I'm going to tell you what I learned during my therapy during my divorce, which was I basically had that exact same existential crisis. Like I am a mess. I cannot help my kid. And my therapist, who is incredibly wise, and I love her so much, she said, all you have to do is be one step ahead. That is what you need to do. You are not expected to have it all figured out. You just need to figure out part of it and then teach it to them. So as long as we are staying one step ahead of our kids, which God help us, I hope we are because we're like way older than them. And awareness is the first step, right? Like, as long as we are one step ahead of them, we're going to be okay. And so that is what this is about. From all of the hard stuff that I have been through as a parent, I have come out with five main things that have helped me to build the life that I lead now, which feels like so much more peaceful, balanced, and stable. Now, this doesn't mean that my life isn't hard. It is still so hard for me, so many days, but I have a foundation that makes it easier for me to handle whatever life is throwing at me. 
So the five things that are part of my foundation are routine, boundaries, intuition, joy, and resilience. Now, I want to get into this a little bit deeper so that you know what I mean when I start listing this stuff off. So first is routine. Now, routine is so important for our mental health. Most of us have routines without even recognizing it because they're the parts of the day that we don't even think about. And that is actually what makes routine so powerful. It removes the stress from our lives by making one less thing that we have to think about. So for both kids and adults, this means that we have something steady we can rely on and something that we don't have to think about or worry about. It's like a container. So without it, we'd have no idea what the heck is going on next. Like I know every morning I am going to wake up and I'm going to do this, 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 and this without thinking about it. The routine is a container. So I don't have to think about those four things. I can think about all the other things I have to do. If you think about yourself as the captain of a ship, routine is the anchor in rough seas. So two, boundaries. One of the big things that I realized after cancer was that I was a complete wreck if I did too much. My friend Carmen and I used to take these walks along a creek during cancer treatment and talk about how much more manageable our lives had become, ironic, um, without having to rush places and do so many things. And it's taken some really big boundaries for me to be able to create a life that makes me feel good and feel healthy. So the thing is, before you can have boundaries, you really have to understand your own values so that you know where to even lay your boundaries in the first place. So for me, I realized like I really value that spaciousness of not having to rush from one thing to the next. And that means now that I know that about myself, I can lay a boundary so that my, my life flows better. And isn't so stressful. Number three is intuition. So much of our lives is spent fighting and trying to control things. This was so true, especially true for me after my divorce. I felt like in order to protect my daughter, I had to make things turn out how I thought they should be. But the reality is life gets a lot easier if we learn to let go and go with the flow of life. And we do this by listening to our intuition. I knew for years that I needed to meditate and that that was going to be how I was going to be able to slow down and actually listen to my gut instincts, but I could not figure out a way to do it that worked for me. Mindfulness wasn't it. I downloaded that Headspace app. None of those apps worked for me. But once I figured out a technique, which I will share with you later, I have had a much better time with that. And I I learned the technique and I actually learned another one recently from the same woman who was... uh, kind of like an energy worker who was at a breast cancer retreat that I went to. And she really, she's really shifted things for me in a really positive way. So I can't wait to share that with you. Fourth, joy. Most of us do not have enough of us in our lives. And we need it for ourselves and for our kids. Like figuring out how to spend more time playing and doing things that we enjoy is life-changing. And I do remember that same wise therapist during my divorce trying to get me to play more with my daughter. And I was just so stressed. I couldn't, I couldn't let go enough to do it. But as time has gone on and I've been able to relax more, I've been able to figure out things that I enjoy doing that she also enjoys doing. And that is how you bond with people. So 
finding ways to bond with your kids and finding joy in little things together is a game changer. For the record, when it comes to playing with kids, I tend to keep these activities shorter so I'm actually having fun. Because really, the kids know when you're having fun and when you're not having fun. And it's way more fun when you're actually having fun, right? And last, but certainly not least, is resilience. Resilience is like the number one thing I live for. I have a necklace that says resilience. It is like, it is what drives me. And resilience is about having faith in ourselves that we will be okay no matter what happens to us. Not because we believe that everything works out for everybody, newsflash, it doesn't, but because we are strong people who have a 100% success rate of surviving hard stuff so far, and we can do it again. This is important to teach ourselves, and it's important to teach our kids, because this is the raft that keeps us afloat during hard stuff. So my friends, from behind the wheel of a 24-foot motorhome, these are the deep thoughts that I had and that I wanted to share with you. And this is what I would like to shape this podcast to be, is to discuss how we can build resilience in ourselves, in our kids, how we can use these five things that I have found to be so important in my own life to take times that are really, truly horrible and use them to change our lives for the better. Because I really do believe that hard times are an opportunity to improve our lives and make them more authentically us. So with that, I am signing off and I hope that you have a wonderful week. Thank you.